With the start of training camp coming in just a couple of days, we're going to talk about why the trade rumors around the Chicago Bulls are going to start dying down. The Chicago Bulls have now officially announced the uh, player development staff, the whole team there. We're going to talk a little bit about that and dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And so the Bulls have been recently in a a lot of trade rooms, really just kind of surrounding the Dame Lillard trade, whether it be for Tyler Hero, them trying to pursue for Dame Lillard. But, you know, now that training camp is really just two days away, which is crazy to say is that training camp is two days away. And then just a few days after that, we will officially be getting Chicago Bulls basketball next Sunday. So this is crazy. Just crazy, right? This is exciting times for Bulls fans. And, you know, just to have basketball back, you know, I know a lot of us are looking forward to it. But with that said, you know, I think that the trade rumors around the Chicago Bulls are going to start kind of dying off, right? And we're going to see more of a focus on, you know, building the chemistry and kind of focusing on what this roster is. That does not mean that they can't pick back up. Now, that the one caveat to that is, if the Bulls do decide to make a trade for Drew Holiday, that's probably the the, the only kind of trade talks they're probably going to be in right now. But ultimately, I do think that, you know, especially the ones surrounding Zach Levine, things like that, is that we're going to see now a shift from those uh, trade rumors, which I do think a lot of those were kind of just writers looking for things to kind of connect pieces and, and things like that. Listen. Now with the start of the season being here, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's that that part of it's gonna die down, right? You can still have some rumblings of that, of course, uh, from certain people and things like that. But ultimately, the the focus with the Chicago Bulls team is now shifting to season mode, and what that means is that means chemistry, that means building, that means uh, setting up your schemes and things like that. And so, you know, hopefully, this team is coming into that training camp experience, especially with them having it down in Nashville. And, and more so focusing on building that team chemistry, that camaraderie that this team had, especially, you know, when you get the quote from like uh, Eversley saying that, you know, some of the players said that they didn't feel like a team. Right. So those are kind of things that you have to look at and look into as well when it comes down to it. And so, yeah, you know, all the trade rumors fun. It's 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 good to, to cover, uh, you know, things like that. We have quite a few voicemails as well, um, still on kind of trade things, which I always expect that from fans. Fans are always looking at who's the next person that we can get. But now it's 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 shifting the season mode, and that means shifting the channel back to season mode as well, right? And you guys know how we get busy around here at Chicago Bulls Central once the season is on. So if you're on the podcast side, over on the YouTube side, we host the, the pregame shows, right? The halftime hangouts, the live postgame shows, which I do eventually post those as podcasts for the podcast listeners. But hey, make sure you guys are tuned in for my members as well on the channel. You're going back to getting your once-a-week members-only videos during the season, right? I uh, kind of died off that a little bit during the during the offseason because it just wasn't a lot of news. So you're going to start seeing and getting things like that again. So we are switching back to season mode. And, you know, it's going to be fun times around here with Chicago Bears Central. We're going to up some of the production value and quality on things as well. So you're going to see little changes, uh, uh, overlays, things like that that we're going to be bringing uh, to the channel also. But overall, just when it comes down to it, make sure you guys stay tuned in to the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because this, now that we're switch, switching to season mode, it's going to be fun times. But talk about switching to season mode. The Chicago Bulls have announced their full player development staff. And this, you know, is a big deal for one is that, a year ago, the Bulls didn't even have a shooting coach, much less a player development uh, team at all. 
So within a, a, a year, right, within a year, the Chicago Bulls have went from having not a shooting coach, right, to hiring not only a shooting coach, but a whole team of people focused on player development. They've basically built a whole new wing of the team, right? And so it all started with, with bringing in Peter Patton, right, who was a former shooting coach. He's now He, he came in as the director of player development. And then uh, we, we added five more hires to his staff and to his team. We had two uh, staffers in Austin Default, who is the, uh, you know, the, the extra player development guy I've been talking about for a while, which I couldn't remember his name. Austin Default and Peter Crawford are joining as player development coordinators, right? So that's two more to add to uh, Peter Patton and what he's doing down there with that development team. Uh, Default, is uh, he's been with the Pistons for multiple years. And Crawford, uh, he actually worked with Patton over in the Dallas Mavericks. And then we also had uh, two other roles that came in as coordinator of team operations and player development um, and we and uh, family engagement. And then we also hired a massage therapist. Their names weren't disclosed here, but we now have a full player development staff. Right. And then I th- also think, you know, the massage therapist part of it, too. Hey, listen, yeah, sometimes you got to relax. Right. You got to get a good massage in there. But I do think that now with having a whole team of people that are focused in different aspects of player development, especially the three coaches specifically, we're going to see, start see, hopefully seeing these players you know, develop a little bit more, have more streamlined game plans. One thing that we've noticed from Billy Donovan, he is not the coach that is going to be giving players development minutes, right, or, or, uh, or, or reps with shots just to do it. So the player development uh, team is going to be hugely important. Now, keep, temper those expectations, right? It's going to be a year or so or more before we really start seeing the effects of having a whole team and staff of people just focused on player development, but it is one that was needed for this Chicago Bulls team, especially considering how many young, uh, raw players we've drafted over the last couple of years. So, you know, that's a good thing. Uh, AK, you know, even had something to say about it. He says this, for day one, our focus has been on cultivating and growth-oriented program and supportive environment for players, coaches, and staff. By bringing in three experienced additions within player development, as well as increasing and elevating support staff we're addressing our emphasis on organizational development to continue building a collaborative and winning atmosphere that's what you need to do right the bulls have not gotten the superstar players yes we signed uh demar Derozan and and uh and lonzo ball and alex caruso and things like that but ultimately what we've been talking about most of this summer is that for the bulls to really raise that ceiling is going to have to come through player development and player development has to be a focus of this team going forward and now they've doubled down on that and you know this is what AK when he came in when he took over the Bulls he said that we were going to build organically through the draft and and build within and then he kind of shifted from that now we're seeing a more him get back in line with what he initially said that was going to be the focus of him taking over the Chicago Bulls and so you know we'll see if that nets uh, better results overall I know a lot of uh, fans are down on certain players that we have here that need to develop but you know hopefully this is a step in the right direction of starting to turn some of that stuff around for the organization but it's Saturday to know what that means this episode is mainly built around your voicemails we're going to get into the first one now this one's from the 708 what up hey I ain't called in a minute but I just want to get my thoughts because I need something in Chicago to be positive right now because we all know the Bears situation is horrible. But I think the problem in all the Chicago sports teams as to why we're doing bad, you know, for the ones that's playing right now except for the Cubs, is coaches, honestly. I think we have coaches in the city that don't care about the teams that they're coaching. And I think Billy is part of that. Why do I think Billy is part of that? Because he refuses to adjust the game plan to his players, much like how Luke Getty refuses to adjust the game plan to his players. 
We have one of the best inside-out men in the entire league in Luke. We've just seen him play in Montenegro and put up numbers efficiently at that. Efficiently. I think he went like 10 for 15 with like two blocks, a couple threes. Like, come on, bro. We can get Vooch out of that. Like, the man's 33. And I love DeMar, but he's probably our most tradable piece, in all honesty, in my eyes. I don't, because you can't replace Vooch. Zach is too young. T. Will is younger than Zach. He can have more potential. Who, who else in the starting lineup? Uh, it'd probably be Javon Carter. If it's him, then that's good. We got a good point of attack defender. But the, the but the system that Billy has, it would have only worked with Zoe. And because Zoe is He's gone, bro. He's gone. Because Zoe is gone, it's wrapped. We don't have anybody. So we need to trade somebody, bro. We need somebody else here. Get rid of the coaches, bro. I think it's more of a Chicago problem with the coaching, but this is the Bulls. So I'm going to just point out Billy's flaws. He does have some good sense about him, but I think he should be like a defensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying? We need more emphasis on the coordinators and basketball, like how we do for football. Anyway, be ready, y'all. Coaches in Chicago, listen, we've talked, me, Steve-O, Bobby, C-Dub, Kev, we talk about this all the time. Like, right now we are suffering from bad coaches overall in Chicago, or just ones with, like, hugely glaring flaws. Because even when I said Billy Donovan isn't a bad coach, that doesn't mean he's the right coach for this team. That's always what I say. And, uh, you know, he's he definitely has his his limitations. And one of those, to the point of what you said, not Bring it not not building the game plan, game plan around his players, right? And so you know that is something that you, we see great coaches do is able to adapt the system right to the to the skill set that they have, rather than try to force players into specific roles that were already predetermined by their system. So you know, and this is why you know if you hire a system coach of getting the right players to fit that system or hiring the right coach that has the system that already fits your players. But, you know, the Bulls got Billy Donovan. Seems like Billy Donovan's going to be here for a while. I know, you you know, some people are kind of speculating, is Billy Donovan going to be on the hot seat, things like that. I don't necessarily see that, but, hey, I'd love to be wrong on it. But at the end of the day, that's what we do need to see from Billy Donovan. Use your coach, your, use your players better, right? Use Vooch better to his skill set, right? Use Zach Levine more in catch and shoot opportunities. Allow uh, players like Io DeSumo to get out in transition, get downhill, Alice Caruso, right? Andre Drummond, keep them in games, right? When they're cooking. These are things that we shouldn't have to ask from a coach at this level at this point with having three years of continuity with the team, but it is. This is where we are realistically, and hopefully, training camp or whatever else, the continuity, whatever we're going to point to helps, gets us, and keeps us at that point. Now, as far as DeMar being the most tradable asset for the Chicago Bulls, I, you know, my mindset, I've been very clear on with this. I think when a player is expiring and at the age of DeMar, you explore the trade value. You, you just have to, right? And that's what I hope that they're listening to, but that doesn't mean just trade DeMar just to trade him, right? And I think with this team, ultimately, the improvement is more so going to come internally. That's where it has to come from. You know, if the Bulls get lucky and able to sign or go after whatever else it is, cool. But I think right now it has to come through development. You have to see some of these young players be ready to step up into their roles and things like that. But as far as DeMar being the most tradable asset, I don't know. I think, you know, probably Zach is probably still a more tradable because he is younger and does have uh, longer on his contract, right? So that may be a more enticing piece to other teams. But at the end of the day, I really don't expect this team to do much in the trading market, right? Maybe if it comes down to absorbing somebody with their disabled player exception, maybe something like that. But overall, I really don't think this is going to be a hugely active season for the Bulls, and mainly because I hope that they're playing much better to the point where you're not looking at just jettisoning off a bunch of pieces. But if this team is still struggling and, 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 and you know, below 500 by the All-Star break, 
you never know what may be the case at that point in time. So I guess we'll review it then. But all right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Reginald. Hey, hey, this is uh, Reginald from Columbus, Georgia. I was just scrolling through YouTube at work when I saw the old bit where Dane went to Milwaukee. I'm like, this is some, um, it got to be fake. I don't believe that because I, I didn't even hear anything about Milwaukee. Then I clicked on it and I saw it like, yeah, I started looking like, damn, how the, how the hell did Dane go to Milwaukee? I'm like, they weren't even mentioned. It just feels like if you're a sports fan of any team with Chicago, God personally hates you. And he's just literally punishing Chicago for some unknown reason. I mean, I'm not even going to talk about the Bears or the White Sox. It's, it's, it's man, it's like, like, what do, what do, what do we fans do to make God mad at us? Game to Milwaukee, so we have to see him four times a year minimum, man. But you know what? Uh, it, it, it is, man. Yeah, people had it right. Just say shit. That's all thing you can say. Um, but if the Blazers are dumb enough to trade Drew Holiday, hey, Hopefully Chicago getting in on that because Drew Holiday in the Bulls uniform is nothing to be mad at. But hey, thanks for listening to me, Zach. See ya. Dame to Milwaukee. Um, I mean, I guess we've had a couple of days to kind of now let that sit in, right? And I think you know, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of surprising and shocking. And I know you know you you kind of more so say the Bulls fans should be upset. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home. Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. About it, the, the Bulls never were really in those talks, right? And that's kind of what I said at that time when you know the, the rumors came up. I, I didn't believe it at all that the Bulls are going to make a move of that magnitude. Um, but when it comes down to it, it's just this, right? Uh, the Dame to Milwaukee thing just shows why it's important to build a foundation because while Dame didn't originally want to go to Milwaukee, Dame just wants to win a title. And the Miami Heat were the team that, you know, they had a clear need for him. He could pair with somebody who was a hard worker in Jimmy Butler. So it made sense why Dame was focused on Miami. But the fact of the matter is the Milwaukee Bucks are a championship contending team and Dame is going to be happy as long as he's competing for something that that is meaningful, right? That's not no longer just scraping by. Like that team has championship aspirations, not just aspirations to make the damn playoffs. And that what is what shows in this is why you need to build a, a super strong foundation for your team. And then if you need to pivot, you you can do it, right? If you need to pivot, you can do it. Dame didn't want to originally go to Milwaukee, but I guarantee you, we're not going to hear anything about trade requests come from come from Milwaukee as long as Giannis is still there that he's still healthy and that team is still competing, Dame is going to give it his all. And he's going to, I think he was going to give it his all regardless, right? And so I think that's the kind of the story that, that needs to be taken away from it. You have to build a solid foundation. This going into a rebuild every two or three years, which some fans would have us do, isn't going to lead to what they think it's going to lead to. You have to build a solid foundation first. Now they had an amazing foundational piece in Giannis Antetokounmpo, which the Bulls don't have, right? But that is also the importance of drafting within, right? Internally, developing your own players, right? That is why those things matter. And so, you know, shout out to Dame. Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks for, you know, 
for combining now and now having those type of expectations around them, and we'll see how it goes this season for them. We'll see how it goes. But all right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from Big Rob. Hey, how you doing? It's Big Rob from the West Side. Many blessings to you. I was calling because obviously we, you heard, obviously, with Dane being traded to Milwaukee and pretty much making them the favorite. And Portland now immediately trying to trade Drew Holiday to any team at this point because they want to stay young. Would you consider the Bulls going after him? And if so, hey, your opinion does. Can you use the trade exception that you use for the disability uh, from Alonzo? And I just wanted to know if that's even possible because uh, I don't know the how the structure of everything is for the money aspect. That's why I'm asking you. Um, and if so, could a package like the cap giving back their draft pick, maybe throwing in a Dale and Terry and a couple of younger prospects um, on there or even some draft picks, I just want to know your opinion. Is that even feasible to even acquire true? If not, or just stay pat? Pretty much, this is going to be a fun season. So looking forward to your opinion. Thank you so much. God bless. Trading for uh, Drew. Here's what I'll say. No, the disabled player exception cannot be used to trade for Drew because his contract is higher. You can't combine the DPE with any other player to get to Drew Holiday's contract. So you can't, like, combine the DPE and Lonzo Ball, and then you then that gets you Drew Holiday. You can't do that. So it's not it's, it can't be used in that way, right? And it can also only be used to trade for a player that's in the last year of their deal, which Drew Holiday technically isn't because he has a player option. So that doesn't buy into that either. So it's just not something that we can use in that case. Now, here's what I'll say. If the Bulls want Drew Holiday, they can put a package together. The biggest question is, is with the package that they can put together now, is that enough to entice the Portland Trailblazers to send Drew to them? Or, or is there going to be other teams with better packages to offer? And I think that that's going to be the case in a situation like this. And it is what it is. Like, would Drew be a perfect fit for the Chicago Bulls? Absolutely. Absolutely. But keep in mind, he potentially becomes a free agent the same year that Lonzo Ball's contract comes off the books. The Bulls could look to do something then with Drew Holiday, right? Uh, you, you just never know. But, you know, Drew, I don't think he's going to come to the Chicago Bulls in the trade. It's unfortunate because he would be so perfect. But, hey, we got this team, and let's see what this team brings about, improvement in the margins, things like that, and we'll see what this team ultimately ends up being. All right, let's get into the next uh, voicemail. This one's from Big O. What's going on, hey? Big O, man, I had to call in, man. I want to chime in about the day trade, man. I like Dane, man. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a huge Dane fan, man. I got a lot of respect for the guy on and off the court, man. But I got to tell you, I don't love this trade for the Milwaukee Bucks. I love it for Portland. I think it's even – I, I ain't going to say I love it for Phoenix, but I thought it's a hell, it was a hell of a good deal because they got some depth out of that with a, with a starting center and Jerky just as long as he can stay healthy. But just, just focusing on Milwaukee for a second, he gave up. A two-way throwing guard and Drew Holiday. Now we all probably agree that Dame is the better player, but I don't think he like leaps and bounds better than Drew. For the simple fact, what Drew does for you, Dame can't do. When it comes to guarding the Jalen Brown, the Jason Tatum that time, the Jimmy Butler. I know he got smoked in the playoffs, but just just for the conversation and where we, you know over the history, you know he's guarding. The perimeter players and fours at times, you know, and he's doing it at an elite level. Now, they're going to be able to give you all the, all the scoring you can handle, you know, at least as much as uh, 
we expect, um, at least as much as we expect, you know, from, from Damian Lillard. But I don't know. It, it, they got to do something else. It has to be more moved because that, 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 uh, that court going to get smoked every night. Pat Connaughton, I mean, he's a decent defender. He's not great. We know Dame ain't a great defender, right? And don't, uh, Malik Beasley? I think I can give Malik Beasley 15, 20 points. I ain't going to lie to you. You know what I mean? That, that, man, that back, that, that, that back court, that is going to get smoked. Now we know they got rim protection. Okay. But who going to guard the Jalen Browns of the world? I mean, even Zach and DeMar. Remember when Drew Holiday was just posting IO and Zach Levine and posting everybody up and just demolishing them in the paint. That, that's not a problem for the Bulls anymore. Because Dane, that can't go. I mean, Dane can't go as that. DeMar going to pick on them. Patrick Williams, you know what I mean? So I think they're vulnerable more now. Now, regular season, they're going to win 50-plus games. Giannis and Dane, they're going to they do that. But playoff time, as is, I don't love it for them. I don't think they, they're as a clear favorite as people think. I think Boston's still a favorite in the East. That's just my opinion. All right, so Big O, kind of doubtful of Milwaukee, and I've seen this a lot, right? So that's completely fair, and I understand it, but I look at it this way. Dame Lillard is a better player than Drew Holiday, and his ability to break up what's now called the Giannis Wall is, I think, more valuable to that team, right, than what – probably Drew Holiday brought as a two-way player. We saw it get exposed, right? And I think that team looked at it and said, we can probably go out and find other guards. We can't go out and find somebody who can break up the Giannis wall like a Dame Lillard. So I agree with you. They're probably going to need to add something else. They'll probably be monitoring the buyout market, things like that. Now, they still have tons of rim protection, right? They still have Bobby Portis. They still have uh, Brooke Lopez down there. So they still have players down there that they can kind of funnel in that defense, right? It may change their defensive uh, scheme and system a little bit, but they still have some. Now, the perimeter defense, that 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 could be a question for them, right? And that could be one of their weak spots. And that's where, no matter what super team forms, there are always weaknesses on those teams. You just have to be smart enough and have the right personnel to take advantage of that, right? And so, yeah, they're going to be a limited on the perimeter defensive team. But keep in mind, what they have down low defensively, I think, also, especially if Jay Crowder can stay healthy, which is a big question down there as well. If he can stay healthy, um, it's going to be something where they, I think they may have enough defense to to really take that step up. So, you know, we end up seeing. The biggest thing is, is that I think they wanted to add another star to, to Giannis Antetokounmpo, right, to keep him there, to get him extended, right? And then you can go out and find defenders, right? That's the thing. Is And if, if I was a GM, I would more so bet on being able to find defenders than finding a player that is perfect suited to break up something that we ran into in the Giannis wall last season that exposed us. So they've now completely changed that dynamic and we got to see if it's going to pay off for them in the long run, but they've at least gone into that direction to change that dynamic to where one of the things that were starting to become a glaring uh, weakness for them in a way that you can defend them. We'll see. So I think that that dynamic is going to be the biggest thing. And as we've seen with some teams as well, if you can just outscore enough people, hey, your, your def- and, and have a solid enough defense, right? If you can get enough defensive stops when you really need them, which they can, especially with Giannis and what he can do defensively, I think they can. I think that they. That's why they feel pretty safe in that. I think the Bucks are going to be a better overall team, even though they now have a bigger glaring weakness that more teams can exploit. It's just you still got to try to outscore them, which is still going to be a big problem, especially if also Chris Middleton can stay healthy as well. But all right, let's get into the last uh, voicemail for the day. This one's from the 312. Hey, what's the word, Brody? Uh, I'm sitting here thinking, man, 
Well, for one, I think it's kind of cool. I know a lot of people's kind of in shambles of questioning why they're going down to Nashville and all that stuff. But then now it makes sense with uh, AK and Mark coming out and saying, well, you know, the team said they didn't really feel like a team, quote-unquote. I mean, like you said, we understood what they were saying without hearing it. So I guess they're taking it as, come on, let's go actually build some camaraderie. Let's go actually build, like, that brotherhood. Let's go somewhere where ain't no distractions. We can go down here and just whoop. You can go down here and have conversations to kick it. And I kind of got put in that mind frame with my church team. Like, we ended up winning the championship one year literally because we came off of a men's retreat. Went to a men's retreat for the weekend, got a chance to talk, kick it, chop it up, and all that stuff. And that whole year, we didn't lose not one game. Like, so I, I could kind of see where they're going from that just from my experience. And then, two, I'm sitting here thinking, I would love Drew Holiday. I would. But for what it's going to take to give up and the money that we have to make just to get it, I'd rather hold out on DeJounte Murray. I know a lot of people ain't really talking about DeJounte no more because he's down there in Atlanta ain't really getting the, uh, the exposure like he's doing. But can't forget, him and Zach is homies. He kind of worked in that same time frame as Kobe and Pat Will that they stick around at Iowa. Um, I know DeMar, get a, uh, DeMar and Boots will be a little older, but I think DeMar will take a pay cut at that point because, like I said, I think that the team going to actually do good this year, so it's going to make him say, I will at least stay, stick around just to help us keep winning. And like you said, with a DeJounte and a Zach Levine by themselves, I think that'll be phenomenal. Especially, I really truly think that Pat is gonna make a better step today. I know that you know you kind of down on. I mean, uh, uh, with Pat, the designer being kind of down on Pat, I'm kind of the same idea as you. Like, he actually might hoop this year. I can't even stunt. But let's at least see what happens. Training camp in Nashville. I agree with you. I think that you know getting away, right? And I kind of said that then. Is getting, and that was before we even knew of this thing of the team not feeling like a team, but being able to get away, remove distractions, bond together as a team. Uh, being in a in a in a uh, isolated place, right? Not that Nashville is ice. Nashville is actually a dope city. Um, but you know, be isolated away from like your fans, your your, your family, and stuff like that, and just focus on just building this team camaraderie is going to help so much with the Chicago Bulls team and building that identity that we are sorely missing and needing for this franchise. So I think that's why they looked at it. Now, as far as Dejounte. Keep in mind, DeJounte Murray re-signed with the Atlanta Hawks on a long-term deal, so he's no longer going to be an unrestricted free agent when we initially expected. That doesn't mean that the Atlanta Hawks can't look to move him at some point. It's just that I don't necessarily expect that, right? So I think DeJounte's probably going to be in Atlanta for the foreseeable future. Uh, Would he have been perfect next to Zach Levine? There's enough conversation to say that, right? But now that he won't be hitting the free agent market, I don't know if that's going to quite happen. You know, I, I don't know. I would love to see DeJounte in the Chicago Bulls uniform. I think that would be the perfect pivot to come away from Lonzo Ball because, yeah, it doesn't seem like Lonzo's going to come back. Knock on wood. You never know, right? We're not doctors. So we'll end up seeing with that, man. But let me know your guys' thoughts on everything down below. That's my time for today, guys. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, thanks to you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.